0: Today's podcast is brought to you by drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash show.
1: Today's episode is terrible. It's about a gross drink that no one should... Bob, I'm revoking your intro writing privileges. We're talking about Bloody Marys, the classic hangover cure that doesn't cure you. It just makes you drunk again. So grab whatever you want as a garnish, I guess. Uh, I recommend a rotisserie chicken and join us as we... Have a drink. Uh. It's not that gross.
0: Welcome to Have a Drink, the show where you learn along with us about what you drink. I'm Brittany V. Walker. I'm here under duress.
2: <laughs> I'm Christopher Walker. And I'm Casey Price.
3: <laughs> all right. So I
2: made a little faux pas there. Um, always, I'll just grab whatever's around me and start drumming when we're listening to the intro <laughs> music. Oh, no. Grab my stirring straw and just threw Bloody Mary <laughs> all over the white wall. <laughs> it's a Jackson Pollock in that house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, killing it, yeah. So, um, do we want to shoehorn in a little? I don't know. We used to do a news show. Some news has happened recently. Oh. I don't, I don't want to fully cover it, but maybe we should just say Stone has sold. Oh,
4: they have to Sapar Who else does Sapparo own?
1: Uh, or am I Are they? Are they Guinness?
4: No, no. Uh, uh, they own. I think like they own someone else. I know Kieran has so, New Belgium. So part of
0: Japanese, yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, 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 when we were discussing this in our in our Discord, uh, uh, I had a I had a phrase I liked, which was uh, you know they had been getting a little litigious, trying to you know cover their cover their bottom line with with lawsuits instead of you know moving product. <laughs> and uh, i was like yeah you know it's that that batman begins Batman uh, batman uh so it's the dark knight line you know uh you, know, you either you either go out a hero or you live long enough to see yourself turn into a litigious prick <laughs> something like that
2: so yeah. but yeah Sapporo bought uh bought stone mm-hmm. so adding
1: to their portfolio that already contained looks like anchor
2: that's um,
4: uh... that's the one i was thinking of okay that, the Anchor one makes me sadder than Stone. Oh, by the, this anchor, point,
2: like, the Anchor one very much upset me.
4: Yeah.
1: So, in other words, Sapporo is into buying breweries that are past their prime. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah. In anchor California. Just, <laughs> anchor just had that the history of it. Yeah. I'll never get over it. Like, when we did an episode and finding all that out, and it's just, like, broke my heart when they sold. And it's just like, yeah.
4: it's a. It was an interesting thing going through the, the aisle looking for... Uh, uh, for beer today like uh, create your own aisle and I'm just looking at like uh no that company's problematic nope <laughs> nope uh, nope you're also you're also jerks uh <laughs> oh here, here's something I can drink that I don't know anything bad about
2: if you're in our yet. discord um <laughs> that's what we were having this conversation and it came up and I was like you know what I feel nothing on this one so either I don't care about stone at all highly likely or I've finally become numb to all the sellouts also <laughs> likely I don't know, until, Is, like, if Sierra Nevada ever sells, that, no, that'll be another, like, me ripping my hat off and jumping on a soapbox angrily. Yeah.
4: Hmm. There's a couple things from Stone that I I, I still kind of like. Although that said, like, I had, like, a, a Choco Vesa thing that they had mm. they had made, like, a variant of Chocovesa with a Tres Leche, which was just not what I wanted. So... You know, they've All not right. been they've not been on my mind for a while outside of lawsuits. So,
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. So uh, since we don't have the news show or segment anymore, I thought we'd just kick that one up. Kind of big news. Hmm. Thought we'd just uh, call that to your attention to maybe give it a Google and a read somewhere.
0: Yeah. It's
4: a it's a shame. I think they were one of the ones that kind of started getting into IPAs, but
0: <laughs> oh well. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Anyway. We've got a topic.
3: We're not drunk. Seeking We're not that drunk. drunk. We're not We're drunk. drunk. We're not drunk.
4: I mean, this episode could get you there.
2: But not really in a hurry. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs>
4: uh, I mean, for this episode, you should keep uh, a thing of Tums nearby, too.
0: I was going to say, like... Uh, Heck
2: Yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna uh, get into that about, uh... Well, is it the, uh, street-side fruited beer fest where there was just a, a table <laughs> loaded with Tums?
4: Yeah, that yeah. also... That is that is correct. <laughs> uh, but that's tolerable. Um, now, uh, as with many cocktails of quote-unquote great importance, <laughs> uh, there are quite a few uh, origin stories. Uh, uh, and... Bars that make claim to be the originators of the Bloody Mary. Uh, at its most basic, the Bloody Mary is a mixture of vodka, tomato juice, salty and spicy seasonings, and typically some kind of garnish. So, usually there's some pepper or cheeseburgers. <laughs> I like my lettuce and tomato,
0: <laughs>
4: big Bloody
0: Mary, and still a French fry potato.
4: Yeah, French fried potatoes. It still works. Yeah, uh, that should be like it should be Bloody Mary in Paradise. I like mine with yeah. celery yeah. And,
2: yeah. and tomato. That's,
0: that's on the greatest hits list we're gonna do. Yeah.
2: So no, Bob, you gotta learn it on ukulele, and it's it's most likely G F and C. Maybe there's a D in there. It's Jimmy Buffett. It's not gonna be hard. I was gonna say like I could probably figure it out before the end of the show. You be able to play it. You gotta be able to play it baked out of your mind. Like that's. <laughs>
4: Uh yeah, uh some kind of garnish. It should be celery. I will allow olives. Oh, that's it. Sense, Everything else you're just mm. becoming silly. Uh it I will allow olives on your celery stick. I will allow two garnishes for this because it is, you know, a thick drink. You might need some help.
2: But. I just thought of <laughs> no, the perfect. Oh, okay. <clears throat> a bloody mary that's the garnish we, we call it, oh, I don't know which way to go about this. Before I give you the name, I'll tell you what it is. Slim Jims. I'm already scared. Like. It's going to come, the garnish is going to be four whole fried chickens, Chickens. And some dry white <laughs> toast. Dry white toast. It's the mission from God.
0: <laughs> That's what it's called.
2: Yeah. You call it that or uh, is it the Jake and Elwood?
4: Call it the Soul Man. Uh,
2: <laughs> okay, yeah.
4: Anyway, uh, today the Bloody Mary has become uh, one of two iconic drinks for brunch, the other being the mimosa, because brunch is all about heartburn.
0: That's not wrong. (laughs) Uh, Here's the key. It's
1: the meal that you're least likely to go lay down immediately after, and so you're vertical for the (laughs) longest (laughs) amount of time.
4: That is fair.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. This may be uh, due to its purported curative properties to help hinder the hangover. uh, As uh, the bar that claims the earliest iteration of the Bloody Mary is uh, what is known as Harry's Bar in Paris. Uh, Again, a bit of the hair of dog that bit you does not make you uh, does not get rid of your hangover. You're just drunk again.
2: You're just a (laughs) werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Hoo. Werewolves.
4: The French bartender, uh, Fernand Pitois, uh, claimed to have invented the Bloody Mary in 1921, well before any of the later claims. He was working in a bar in Paris at the time—sorry, New York bar in Paris at the time, uh, which later became Harry's New York Bar, a frequent Paris hangout for uh, Ernest Hemingway and other uh, American uh, migrants. Uh, The original cocktail is said to have been created on the spur of the moment, and consisted of only vodka and tomato juice— uh, which was uh, referred to as a bucket of blood.
2: Mm. Mm, yum. <laughs> I-, I like the sound I of could, a bucket of blood.
4: I could I could see I could see this happening. Like, guys, Hemingway just drank us out. What do we do? Uh, what do we got left? I got vodka. And there's a can of tomato juice. Why do we have tomato juice? We're making a soup in the back. Pour it in. <laughs> Here you go, Mr. Hemingway.
2: Oh. <sighs> All right. <laughs> yeah, he continues to drink. The sea was uh, tomato juice. The fish was <laughs> tomato juice. Just,
4: <laughs> everything was everything was rum. Uh,
2: Why is the gin version not called a Hemingway? All right. Really, <laughs> mm-hmm. Another thing. All right. Anyway, uh, so New York's 21 Club has two claims associated with it. One. Uh, that one of their own bartenders created the drink, while another attributes its invention to the comedian George Jessel, I am unaware of this, uh, who frequented the 21 Club. Jessel's newest pick-me-up, which is receiving attention from the town's, this is a quote, from the town's paragrapher's, is called a Bloody Mary, half tomato juice, half vodka. Man, Thanks. he did him. <laughs> he did them hard.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that is too much. <laughs> That's a powerful uh, drink. Yeah. Good lord. Depends how big was the, like, are they doing it, like, in, in a rocks glass? Because then, like, an old-fashioned glass? Because then, sure. But if they're doing it in, like, a Collins glass
2: or a, a Tall... Mm, <laughs> oh. <no. laughs> Uh, In a 1939 publication by L. Floridita called Floridita Cocktails, a recipe called Mary Rose lists the main ingredients of a modern Bloody Mary. The booklet may be one of the earliest publications depicting the name Mary while using the same ingredients in today's Bloody Mary. So that classic recipe Included 1.5 ounce tomato juice, 1.5 ounce vodka, another like half and half there, uh, one <gasps> teaspoon Leah's parents, which probably means Leah Perrins Worcestershire sauce, uh, juice of half a lemon. Shake it well and serve in an appropriate glass. Although there is no mention of what that is, <laughs> just <laughs>
0: that's a follow your
2: heart. Well, at, at, at
4: three ounces and a teaspoon and
2: half a lemon of juice, it's not a big glass. <laughs> I was just going to say just, Well, now you got to have room for garnish. Look, that was the problem. We were doing small glasses tonight, and it's like, well, that really hinders our garnish game, doesn't it? Yep. Well, and because so I forgot
0: garnish anyway.
1: The Book of Bloody Marys says that a towel is one of the number one ingredients that you need when making a Bloody Mary because it's one of the messiest cocktails.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of a uh, God. I always used to hate, me- you know, making one kind of like rocking the ice in because, like, then my my mixing tin is just like I have to do a deep wash after that. So I can't like just move mm. on to the next drink. Mm. I can try to rinse it out with like the the, the soda part, but it, even then, you're just like I can still see pepper in this. Uh, yeah, oh. I don't know. Sorry.
2: That just makes it. This is. Bringing more so at uh, Party Source, if, when you go to the uh, glasses section, you can get small uh, fish bowls. Mm. Like plastic, a whole plastic fish bowl, like that they would give you a goldfish in at the fair or whatever. And I was like, huh, that's funny, huh? And now I'm like, damn, that's genius. <laughs> you can just like set a whole chicken on the top of that and be like, it's my garnish, what? <laughs> God. All right. Uh, I mean,
4: what what if it? Oh, I was just thinking of like like, what, what kind of garnish? Can you still be ridiculous but still only have one thing? It's like shish kebab. Mm.
3: Because
4: then it's it's all you want in there, all that savory.
1: It's mm. just, you know, just,
4: yeah. <laughs> just
0: lunch. Yeah, just
1: lunch. You saved a plate.
0: You're being efficient, really. Yeah. Just don't don't dirty up dishes you don't need to.
2: Well, uh, Fernand Patois claimed to have invented the modern Bloody Mary in 1934 as a refinement to Jessel's drink at the King Coal Room in New York's St. Regis Hotel, according to the hotel's own history, their own they, history. They, they swear have. it's not to just get people to come in there. Right. Hmm. Uh, Patois told the New Yorker in July 1964... I initiated the Bloody Mary of today. Jessel said he created it. But it was really nothing but vodka and tomato juice when I took it over. So he's like, it existed. I made it what it is today. It it
0: owes me. Steve Jobs of cocktails. Yeah.
2: I cover the bottom of the shaker with four large dashes of salt, two dashes of black pepper, two dashes of cayenne pepper, and a layer of Worcestershire sauce. I then add a dash of lemon juice and some cracked ice. Put in two ounces of vodka and two ounces of thick tomato juice. Man, they just made them strong back then. (laughs) I'm not getting over this. Shake, strain, and pour. We serve 100 to 150 Bloody Marys a day here in the King Cole room, and we swear it's not because we claim to be the originators. <laughs> and in the other restaurants and boutique rooms. Um, or banquet rooms. Ernest Hemingway said, I introduced the Bloody Mary to Hong Kong in 1941, and believe it did more than any other single factor, except perhaps the Japanese army, to precipitate the fall of that crown colony. Jesus <laughs> that's, Christ. That's a Hemingway quote. Yeah. I could s- <laughs> i can see that no that's that's oh god hemingway i I can see him saying this i'm not saying it's true
4: no yeah right that's that's what i meant it's like yeah that's that feels like what hemingway would think
2: i'll never get over the hemingway story of him taking his boat and hiring a crew to go hunt nazis (laughs) just set out in the the caribbean getting as you do (laughs) <laughs> they just go to the Caribbean, get drunk, and is after they drink all the booze, his men nearly mutiny because there's nothing <laughs> left to drink.
4: <laughs> God, they're mutinying with uh, like they're out there getting drunk with like high-powered rifles and. and uh, like, I think they might have had like some like they had like some military gear. They, the military
2: they, gear was like sonar, some sonar equipment. That's it. Yeah, and they chase. So, like they ended up chasing down some tuna or something and got. <laughs> Ran out of booze, and then with hangovers, went back home.
1: It's a fishing trip.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's. It I mean, his a, kids were along, so yeah. It was a U.S. military-sponsored fishing trip. <laughs> yeah.
4: All right, uh, we need we need to do a fishing trip like that.
2: I'm, I am down for that fishing trip.
0: Uh, so. Bloody Mary, uh, the cocktail was claimed as a new cocktail under the name Red Hammer in Life Magazine in
4: 1942. That's, that, <laughs> so that's,
0: that's a bad name. That's problematic. It's also what um, I call
2: my Wait, never mind. Yeah. Uh, so it <laughs> consisted
0: of tomato juice, vodka, and lemon juice. Just, this, just those. Uh, less than a month later, a Life advertisement for French's Worcestershire sauce suggested that it be added to a virgin tomato juice cocktail along with tomato juice, salt, and pepper. Uh, The addition of salt to the alcoholic beverage was suggested the same year in a story in Hearst's International combined with Cosmopolitan. It's interesting to see these ingredients grow.
4: Sorry, I was just going to say, the Cosmopolitan and this Bloody Mary recipe were in that thing, not that they were combining a Cosmopolitan (laughs) and a Bloody Mary that'd be horrendous. Oh god, no. Oh, because the base bloody mary's
2: not horrendous. Mm. But then I'm, it's
0: I mean that's just that's that's a line there. Then.
2: I'm very much enjoying it.
0: All right, so the name Bloody Mary is associated with a number of historical figures, particularly Queen Mary I of England, who was nicknamed Bloody Mary. Some drink aficionados believe the inspiration for the name was Hollywood star Mary Pickford. Others trace the name to a waitress named Mary who worked at a Chicago bar called the Bucket of Blood. Which is
4: an early presumed name of the, yeah, the that's Bloody true. Mary.
0: Uh, the tradition at Harry's New York Bar in Paris is that one of the patrons for whom the cocktail was first mixed in 1920 or 21 declared, it looks like my girlfriend who I met in a cabaret. <laughs> the cabaret's what name the? was the Bucket of Blood. And the girlfriend's name was Mary. So the patrons and bartender, Pete uh, Petois agreed to call it a Bloody Mary. <laughs> Obviously. Did um, he murder his girlfriend just before this and they had a good <laughs> laugh
4: about it? Because that seems like the most 1920s thing I can think of.
0: It really does. Uh, so while vodka is the original and most common liquor for the drink... Other variations with alternative liquors are gaining popularity. Some of these include, with varying levels of cultural insensitivity, the Bloody Snapper, which is mixed with gin, uh, the Bloody Maria tequila.
4: That's the tequila one. I always confuse it with the Bloody Caesar. Ah.
2: What's this? It with Caesar dressing? I don't know.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, um, Bloody Caesar is something else. But although when I hear... uh, Bloody Maria! I, I'm just picturing Ave Maria while you're <laughs> drinking.
0: Bloody Maria! Jeez. Uh, with, for some reason It's the Michael Bublé version in my head. I don't know why. It's go. It's going to the. Uh, it's going to the album, Brittany. It is. Uh, I'm telling you, I just get that like image of like the greatest hits on like late night TV that rolls like, and it's got the like faded version of whoever's singing it, and like. It's like a Conway Twitty thing that happens. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I'm seeing, yeah. and it's like that you just hear snippets of the songs, and like sometimes the lyrics go through. Anyway, uh, oh. so Sherry Mary is the Sherry fortified wine version. Chum Bucket is with Cognac, which it sounds awful. Uh, Michelada <laughs> is with beer. Bloody Geisha with sake. Um, that one, that's probably the worst name ever.
2: The worst name and possibly the worst variant. I can't yeah. think of...
0: I, I, that sounds horrendous. Oh, really?
1: Because look what's coming up next.
0: Yeah, the Bloody Fairy with Absinthe. Oh. Uh, <laughs> The Danish Mary with Aquavit. And then the Virgin Mary is the one with no alcohol.
4: Okay. Uh, Bloody Caesar is a Canadian drink where instead of tomato juice, you use Clamato juice. Oh. Uh,
2: no. Um, um, so, we got to name the one that we had to look up.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the... Which is interesting because, yeah, scotch isn't on here. Um, the... So, Casey, you found... Where did you find it at? Or... Are you... Okay. So, he's going to look that up. Um, but... So, while some of these variations are named... Uh, many people prefer liquors slightly different from vodka, but not huge variations. So, Aquavit, Rum, and Jägermeister are the common examples for alternatives. Um, The one that uh, we are intrigued by, let's say that we may or may not be trying, is with Scotch. uh, And the name that we found is Bloody Mary Queen of Scots, which is actually the best name, it turns out.
2: Best cocktail name ever. Standing belly clap. Yeah, that's (laughs) belly claps all around. That is um, an amazing name. It, it's too good, too good. Like we stopped for a second because I was like, "I'm gonna mix, I'm gonna do a Scotch Bloody Mary." It's like, "What is it? What do we call it? What is is there a name? Is there a precedent?" And then Casey fired back, "Bloody Mary Queen of Scots," and there's me and Bob just immediately clapping, like, "No, it's too good." I can't, can't remember what that's good.
0: from, but like, yeah, I just hear the thing in the can't background of it. like, "Brilliant,
4: <laughs> brilliant." <laughs> it's a, a bunch of commercials. Uh, from like the early two thousands, late nineties, I think.
0: I've had that in my head so frequently lately, and I'm like, "What is wrong with the me?" The Guinness
2: commercials, yeah. Guinness, that's it. it, yeah, well, yeah. Okay, okay.
0: Like well, that's like at least like some brand. Two old timey guys, like
2: brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that was Guinness.
1: That... The the name is probably much better than the drink.
4: Oh, I'm sure because <laughs> it's a bloody something, and they're awful. All of them, Let one and go. all.
2: Mix my first horrendous I don't do the bloody fairy so let me go mix
4: up. so I will okay here's my caveat for why I'm so against Bloody Mary's While while Chris is preparing one I can't ha- like I enjoy spicy and acidic food I cannot handle it and mm. drinking it is where I would try to get some kind of respite from the heartburn I'm getting and a a drink that is going to give me heartburn just feels awful in my head.
3: That's and fair. also,
4: I just think it feels so. It look it looks so thick that I do not want. Like, it, it looks like it's a hot milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like my brain looks at that, and goes, "No, no." We were too busy thinking if we could, not busy thinking enough thinking if we should.
1: <laughs> Deliciousness. That's it. So it's that definitely, uh, you don't need to order brunch because you can have it in the glass. So Bloody Marys, while uh, with the exception of the Virgin Mary, will all start with a base liquor or, or some base alcoholic beverage. And then the biggest place where bartenders can kind of set themselves apart is in the presentation with three categories of ingredients. Number one, the mixer. Number two, the rim. And number three, the garnish. So mixers are the place where you get the most nuance and probably the most impact as well for the entire flavor of the Bloody Mary. Most will start with a thick tomato juice.
4: This this I agree with. Like, if you're going to try to distinguish yourself, it should be with the flavor of what you're having. Is that the absinthe one? Oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh no, oh god, no, what have I done?
0: <laughs> I'm not even going there. Uh uh-uh. uh, no, I just, no, I just, licked, I just for... licked my stir,
2: and it was like, Ugh. Brittany, <laughs> for the entertainment, <laughs> I'm frightened. No, you're, you're trying, you're trying that for
4: better or worse, Brittany. Those were the vows that were made. Yes, this is I the can worst. I smell
0: it from here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I promise you don't even have to take the drink. It just has to touch your lips. That's it.
0: Oh God, the liquor is just so strong. Yeah, it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dive dive in.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, what? Uh. Yeah, no,
2: nope, nope. That's a, that's a whole bunch of nope, and that, that whole like <laughs> bloody fairy thing. If someone's actually ordering that, <laughs> you're a nope.
0: monster. Is, <laughs> <small>. <laughs> uh,
4: but what I, I was saying was, uh, I feel like you know you should distinguish yourself in your bloody drinks with with flavor, and so your mix should be somehow different or special.
1: Yeah, I want mean, uh, you see a lot. Well, um, the thickness is helpful. Because it can be thinned up <laughs> yeah, or in a cocktail. <laughs> uh, so the next um the next thing that you're you're probably gonna be putting in there is maybe some salt, lemon juice, Worcestershire sauce, and black pepper. That's that's sort of like the, the holy trinity of of oh. any sort of bloody Mary.
4: So I bartended at a big chain restaurant, so like we didn't have like a lot of special stuff. But I do remember occasionally. I think I'd I, I would add. I think I had either had a customer that re- that requested this, or I was just screwing around uh, and added some uh, olive juice into the. Yeah, that into makes like, the, like the like Tropicana. The Tropicana uh, Bloody Mary mix, from what I understand, is not bad. Like if you buy like a thing of it, it's it's got what you're looking for. It's a good base.
1: Or the ocean spray?
4: Ocean spray, yeah.
1: Yep. I think that's, that's actually the one. the one I'm thinking of, yeah. yeah. That's I the one I had yesterday. It was delicious. But yeah. it's hard to find as a like buying it in the store thing. Even like Liquor Bar doesn't carry it.
4: It's, it, it is probably a thing that's like, oh, we sell this to, to, to bars. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's the bar special. Um, so bartenders, like you're saying, have a, um, a wide range. So they may top it off with some Tabasco sauce. That's usually the next most common. I've but then, that. um, you may see a lot of steak sauce, pickle juice, olive juice, horseradish is a good one, celery salt, um, or celery seed, sugar, clam juice, or bitters.
4: I couldn't see horseradish. I could see trying to like put like a thin thing on the rim of horseradish.
0: Mm-hmm. I I so, saw uh, on when I was looking for the mix earlier. So many had horseradish and or anchovies. Mmm, I bet anchovies. Well, anchovies are very salty. Yeah, so. yeah. And but like those were common. Man, I haven't had a good
4: pizza with anchovies in a long time.
1: I haven't had a good pizza with anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it. It's good and salty. But the problem is they don't know. They put as many anchovies usually on as what you get in uh, like a normal. They're like, let me open the can because this yeah, is the only just- person that's going to order them this month. Yes. And <laughs> then throw the whole can.
4: They also don't keep.
1: No, oh, I could imagine you, that.
4: Like you know, pizza. You know, like oh, I'll eat that for a couple of days. Not with anchovies. That's a that's a thing. Like I'm eating this today, and I'm throwing it out when I'm done. <laughs>
2: oh. It
1: instantly turns salty, overly salty. Mm-hmm. All right.
2: Um, um, not not to interrupt, but here we go for the Bloody Mary Queen of Scots. I uh, <laughs> used the the good old uh, monkey <laughs> shoulder. Why not? Okay,
4: that's. I mean, that's yeah, appropriate. That, Let's let's not waste great like, let's not waste expensive
2: scotch. That, that was the <laughs> consensus I made when pondering over the shelf. I was like, we're gonna go with the monkey shoulder.
4: Monkey shoulder's good. don't get me wrong oh, yeah. but it's not uh, log of Yeah
0: I, I'm not not dropping Oban money on that. You know? I, I think because of the smokiness of scotch, I feel like that would actually work.
2: I think a smoke a PD or scotch might actually be even better. That's
4: try try with
2: that uh, uh the oh. it might be a little bit better.
0: Oh, that makes that drinkable. That's so weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I could very much make this a thing. So huh. I could I could go into any bar and order a Bloody Mary Queen of Scots and roll with uh, this bad boy. That's
0: That would be amazing actually with Logavulin.
2: I mean I've got two bottles mm. hanging around. I just made this, so we're we're drinking this then okay. may, maybe
1: post show we'll get into a... Chris has the shot version of a bloody mary
2: Josh, because because tester's really because we're doing for science. I'm not <laughs> making a full bloody mary of, you know, like that that god awful bastardization that I dumped out. <laughs> that ruin oh, I was going <laughs> to reuse that glass and then after rinsing it and wiping it I just I'd have thrown that glass away. It just, it, we're gonna have to. It just still stinks <laughs> like black licorice. I'm like, well, that's that glass is gone. Yeah. Uh, nope. Just go uh, take
4: that to a go take that to a Greek wedding and just. <laughs> <yep. Opa.
2: laughs> uh,
1: so, most bars will actually utilize, like you were saying, Bob, a a mix so something like that Ocean Spray. But then your even bartender, if you
4: even if you don't buy one. You you start your day out. You're gonna make your mixes. Yeah. You you know you're just like, hey, this is my day or day or two of stuff because I don't want you don't have you do not have the time on a busy night to be sitting there individually making exactly that mm-hmm. thing.
1: And it lets things meld together too. So you're if you're using more hard to extract ingredients, um, they definitely need to like sit there for a little bit to to extract from.
4: There's a, we uh, used it for mango mai tais, but honestly, I would consider it like a really good punch drink because it's like pineapple juice, uh, grenadine for color, uh, orange juice, and uh, like sour mix, like like the way we would use for margaritas. Yeah. I'm on and board with come, all of that. <laughs> yeah, like you put that together. Honestly, like maybe if you just like toss some sprite in there for some bubbles, you've got punch.
1: Yeah. Um. So when when you're kind of looking at dressing them up, you may dress it up before the mix. You may dress it up there at the end. You may, um, like a lot of bartenders. So that adding um, a little bit of horseradish is pretty common because it ups the flavor, but also ups a little bit of the spice. Um, kind of gives it a different spice. So the Tabasco and horseradish can sometimes play with each other.
4: I, I don't disagree with like that. using horseradish. It's just... Trying to put, like, I'm trying to give how I would end up using it because, like, horseradish would be separate, and you're just like, yeah, you have to like dump it in there and have to stir
1: basically. So, you you know, the four ingredients to a cocktail sauce, right? Uh,
4: Tomato paste, horseradish, horseradish, and pepper, salt, and pepper, maybe.
1: Uh, So, tomato, ketchup, usually, because it's got some sugar in there, too. So, that adds that's a little bit there extra, but um, horseradish, lemon juice. Worcestershire sauce.
0: Lemon juice, Worcestershire, yeah. Right.
1: So cocktail sauce is a Bloody Mary, just yeah. in shrimp dipping form. I'm saying with
0: delicious, <laughs> delicious shrimp.
1: Uh, so, you know, it's not what that big difference to throw shrimp on the
0: side. I, okay,
4: yeah. Actually, I think we did have a Bloody Mary we would hang a shrimp off of sometimes.
1: <laughs> if, if
4: that a fan, there's, there's makes a, sense. Yeah,
2: it, yeah.
4: Can I oh, get, a, is can there, I get is an there endless shrimp just
2: sitting around?
4: Yeah. Can I get an
2: endless shrimp as a garnish? Oh, my god. To
4: go. oh god okay let's let's take a quick second to realize the anger that was in my soul when someone shared with me an image that said that uh, uh you could order endless shrimp to go online with red lobster and i was like i will burn the world down <laughs> we don't dis- we've gone too far
0: there's no saving mankind I'm still bothered by it because it's like, well, if it's to go, the endless part is gone.
2: Bob just uh, (laughs) entered the Thanos did nothing wrong camp.
0: (laughs) No,
4: Thanos didn't go far enough.
2: (laughs) There are more people that would
1: like endless shrimp to go out there. He's sure of it.
4: There's there's no other choice.
2: Everyone's gone. The only way to be sure. (sighs)
1: So... Beyond the the mix itself, um, the rim is the next sort of big play area for a, a bartender. So, oh,
2: yeah, it is. Do some, do you- mm-hmm, just the <laughs> rim.
1: So. Uh,
4: you, gotta, you gotta be careful how you do your rim. Jo- Never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah. Use protection. Uh, <laughs> so you can use just salt or celery salt, but some will be more flavorful, like uh, Old Bay. Um, that's a really common Ooh, one. yeah. Old Bay would be,
4: I, you know what, if I had had Old Bay, I'd, I'd have rimmed my Bloody Marys with Old Bay if I had had it on hand.
1: I'm shocked that right? it was not a common ingredient for you all.
4: I, it wasn't provided to me at at the bar. If it yep. had been, I'd have been like, i have been all
2: on it. Yeah, yep. no, whatever. I too, it just makes sense. I too you love think that old, old Bay. Pitched,
4: I could have pitched rim. that idea to them and they've been like, oh, this, this is great. <laughs> But. Sorry, this is that making me remember that my old manager just died. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like uh, two months ago or something. Oh. Jeez. Yeah. Sorry, not to bring everything down, but it was...
2: <laughs> no, no, let's go
4: ahead and... It's, it's, uh, come on, Buzz Killington, let's get this going.
1: <laughs> oh, do I continue now, or... <laughs> you you do.
4: We, we move on and we edit that out.
2: Who wants uh, to hear <laughs> a good story about a bridge? <laughs>
1: so if you if you want to make your own, um, you can do start off with a quarter cup of kosher salt, uh, a tablespoon each of celery salt, cumin, garlic powder, and paprika. I would probably leave the cumin and garlic powder out if it was me um, just because ah. those are extremely powerful ingredients. Yeah. Uh,
4: I, look, garlic powder goes in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I made a grilled cheese and I put garlic powder on it. Uh, Yep. So <laughs> like, white. You stop and you went. Like, I was like,
0: "Wait, <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: the whitest uh, thing I've heard today." <laughs> it's not
1: wrong. <laughs> toss in some fresh black pepper, about a teaspoon's worth, and then a quarter teaspoon each of dry mustard and some powdered ginger, um, to make something a little bit more elevated there. Uh, then you can rim the glass with a lime or lemon and yeah, you you know, dip it. <laughs> So, now on to... There's
4: nothing else to talk about. We're done here. If there's (laughs) celery,
1: maybe some olives, that's it. Yep. There's nothing
4: else acceptable.
1: Olive, lemon wedge, that's your classics.
4: Uh, mm, Lemon's a bad bad idea. Don't do that.
1: (laughs) If you are in um, a place that prides itself on meat, you may get a stick of bacon in there. Mm -hmm. Um, You may get a shrimp if you're in a seafood restaurant. That's not a bad one. Um, there is a listicle there of, like, the top ten most extreme Bloody Marys, if we want to take a peek <laughs> at that one.
4: Uh, I mean, rotisserie chicken. It's on there, right?
1: Uh, I believe a somewhere in there right? there is a rotisserie chicken. Uh, here's, the,
4: here's the thing. Like, uh, most of these are like, oh, how extreme are they? I had. A, I, I would prefer your garnish is like one, maybe two items. Because you it, want a nice, I, in my mind, I, I would prefer as part of like the presentation of my drink to be a clean, very simple, you know, sort of thing. Bloody Marys are just chaos when you get into <laughs> start like, oh, we're gonna put like a, a thousand things
2: on this. I'm just like, what? Staring at one what are with are a, doing? a whole crawdad.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's appropriate. Meat
4: Stick shot glass bloody Marys. Up. Oh God, <laughs> is that
2: Scottish? Tell me that's Scottish.
1: (laughs) You gonna have a haggis, Mary?
2: Uh, uh, Something to do with a a scotch egg as my garnish. Ooh, that's... A a pork rib. (laughs) Why? Uh, It's not that they make
0: sense as garnishes. It's that they make sense with the flavor of the beverage, I guess.
4: Someone put a bag of popcorn and peanuts with pretzels. And nacho cheese, nachos with a, a a ramekin of cheese.
2: Is that uh, that's weird? Is that called the "Take Me Out to the Ball Game"?
4: Uh, it doesn't say what it was called, but
1: let's see. That one is nope. That's got the pork rib, the Bloody Ella. Yeah. Um, that one is the limited edition Bloody Mary from O'Davies Irish Pub. Only in five Fond- bucks. Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Yeah.
2: That thing's towering with stuff. Yeah, I guess like
1: too much. Is
2: like that's che- why it's a limited edition. There's a bag with Cheese Whiz on it or something. That's really weird.
4: I don't like the one that has the fish head.
1: Okay, so there's another link inside of the, uh, the inside Mary. of the dock, and so that it links to my father-in-law who had that Bloody Mary. <laughs>
3: hmm. Uh,
1: does it? Um, Maybe it does not. Let me try to give you the real one. Anyways, it's in the, the docs. Um. Mm-hmm.
2: Smoke fish and booze with the chubby Mary.
1: Smoke fish every day. I
2: mean, yeah. I would, yeah.
4: <laughs> I, would if what, could. I mean, I'm just saying, like, fish heads still on there just look strange to me. I'm like, no, no. Their eyeballs are still there.
2: Yeah, they're watching you.
4: Fish <laughs> eyes,
2: they're watching you. I mean, that's like that's yeah. kind of
1: par for the course now. You got to go bigger. Um, it's it's more physics based now than anything else. <laughs> yeah. how you're many trying f- to figure out how tall can you go.
4: You know what? Let's get real crazy in here. We're gonna find a, We're gonna mix up a bloody mary and turn it into a non-Newtonian fluid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want instead of a Edible arrangement. (laughs) Bloody Mary.
4: A Bloody Mary?
1: I want a delivery service that brings you a Bloody Mary with all these toppings.
4: Oh my God. Casey, I now. (laughs) When there is going to be a tragedy in your life, (laughs) that we would send some sort of arrangement. Instead of a thing of flowers, I'm going to mix you a Bloody Mary. I'm going to buy. Mm. I'm going to get some sliders. I'm going to get like
1: a uh, Craver's case.
4: The
2: White Castle, yeah. A whole rotisserie chicken. <laughs> a whole
4: rotisserie chicken, you know, some bratwurst, and we're just going to, like, see how we can arrange this Ooh. and then just, like, deliver it to you. And the, uh,
0: the million-dollar bacon from First Watch, I feel like, would be appropriate yeah. as well.
1: That's good stuff. Yes. I almost made <laughs> some of my bacon expired the 17th. Mm. So oh, I figure a week is probably a little too long to go yeah, with.
2: Yeah, pushing it there. With bacon. Push it real rough. good, eat that bacon.
1: I, I do like the old chub idea though, where there is a whole chub fish.
0: What if it said it was just a fish stick?
1: Oh well, I'm...
4: so I don't have to look at it.
0: <laughs>
4: so I don't make eye contact with the fish. That, I so support
0: like, the shrimp thing. Is that
4: the Gorton
2: special? <laughs> the fish stick.
4: <laughs> I want to get bloody sauce. Gorton. It gets served to you in a uh, 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 yellow
2: uh, <laughs> rain jacket and hat. Oh, it hurts. (laughs) Oh.
0: Uh. Okay, so you also have the. Wait. Is that backward or is it just that that's called that? (laughs) What? On the recipe? The recipe. The PB and Bloody Mary. Yep. It's peanut butter
4: infused vodka, four ounces of tomato juice. Uh, 1.5 ounces of strawberry jam. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel it should be grape. Uh, I'll use strawberry in a pinch, but...
0: I was on board with Cholua, but I did not read the jam part. <laughs> yeah. Three quarters ounce of Chalua, half
4: ounce of fresh squeezed lemon, a teaspoon, a half teaspoon of Worcestershire, garnished uh, with a PB, uh, peanut butter dipped celery stick, rimmed with paprika and cayenne pepper seasoned crushed peanuts. Do not consume if you have a nut allergy.
1: <laughs> I'm super Don't adult. be in
4: the same room
1: <laughs> don't use that glass again.
0: I don't know how I feel about, like well no, I know how I feel. I feel like this is wrong, and they should feel bad, but like you <laughs> search your feelings, you know it to be true. <laughs> like I don't know. I was surprised there wasn't more chalua based you know like I've, I've seen so many different hot sauces involved with the Bloody Mary, not chalua.
2: So, okay, the next one, I've already come up with something else to add on to it. So we've got the corn baller. Two ounces of Sup? juice from sweet corn and yellow tomatoes. one and a half ounce Blanco tequila. Half ounce of agave syrup. I'll, I'll say agave syrup, everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Half ounce of lime juice, sea salt rim, garnish with baby yellow tomato. And I'm going to say if you garnish it with a banana, it can be a blue corn baller.
4: That's what I was gonna say because all I can picture is is Arrested Development. <laughs> I,
1: I think it, this has to be from there because uh, the, the corn baller sold well in Mexico. Or, yeah, <laughs> that just, it's just has like to a be. could jump
4: over the the. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> it just kept burning them.
1: So yes, tequila is the appropriate liquor for this one.
0: All right, well, <laughs> do we want to get in there? <laughs> what Let's we're drink- do
2: it. Drink with me, friend. I mean, we we put little effort into this. We're using a bottle of pre-done mix. Right, well,
0: do you want to show like what the?
2: Uh, it's over there. I'm not. I'm not getting up. That's fair. So away. what's the mix?
0: Uh, so it's the Tabasco, Tabasco brand. Oh. Yeah, I
4: imagine they probably have a, a solid
0: mix.
2: It's actually yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. good. Um, I was afraid to be too spicy. No, it's pretty, they had one that was extra spicy, good.
0: and this was just like the you know standard okay. whatever. Um, but cool. yeah, I was like, oh, that's intriguing. So
2: it and it's pretty good. Started with a regular Bloody Mary, and we were mixing them one part, or I mixed them one part vodka, uh, roughly three parts. Of the mix. Nice. Um, Then transitioned to... Then we never
0: want to think about the Bloody Fairy ever again. uh, The Bloody
2: (laughs) Fairy. (laughs) We had to burn that glass. (laughs) And now I am very much enjoying the Bloody Mary Queen of Scots. With Monkey Shoulder specifically. Yeah, with Monkey Shoulder.
0: But yeah, I think that would be actually really good with some kind of more PD Scott.
2: Yeah, but I'm I'm hard-pressed to find a peaty scotch. I'm willing to...
0: To to burn? Yeah. yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. fair.
2: Nothing on my <laughs> shelf.
1: <Yeah.
2: laughs> eh, ounce and a half. You could do
1: it.
0: But yeah, like the smokiness of scotch with the other flavors involved with the Bloody Mary actually makes a lot of sense.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, when you start thinking about it, you're like, well, the Tabasco is smoky as it is, so yeah. that's really, it's coming down the same lane.
0: Yeah, it, it's actually pretty good. There are actually very few
4: cocktails uh, that, comparatively, that scotch works in. It's like a rusty nail is one, and it doesn't work in it. It doesn't work, but <laughs> the rusty nail is gross. But I just mean like that's, that's what the recipe calls for. All right. That's the uh,
1: only drink as I was in my drinking formative years. I would go every day after work to the Applebee's and try a different drink every single day.
4: I remember that Applebee's,
1: and that was the only one. I was like, "No, thank you," <laughs> <laughs> and pushed it back across the counter.
4: I remember, uh, like the first night I went drinking. Uh, that also had an Applebee's. It was, and you had like so like a Baltimore Zoo, I believe. Oh yeah, and like they came out and they had like that that glass of beer on top of it,
1: no, and I'm just like, patient.
4: yeah, and I just looked over and I was like what in God's name is going on over there?
1: <laughs> the Baltimore as I'm sitting Zoo, there going like, bring me more whiskey. <laughs> Baltimore Zoo was a 20-ounce um, – or it served in a 20-ounce glass. It was pineapple gigantic. juice and orange juice and grenadine as your main flavors, and then LIT liquors. Yeah. So it was an LIT with those things. But then – um, what they did was they took a cognac glass and they filled it about a third of the way up with a light beer, like Bud Light, something like that, and put that as the garnish on the drink.
0: <gasps> oh. And so... It, I, look,
4: to this day, it still is one of the most striking beers, of, uh, most striking cocktails I had seen. I just remember looking over going like, something is going on <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it just sat on the top of the, of the drink. Like the garnish was the, the glass. Um, and there's, the, there's the also the moment of what do I do with this? <laughs> right. And that's exactly what they're used to hearing that. I think because the gimmick was either you would pour it in your drink to dry it out. Um, Cause it had very little sweetness to it. So it would, it would water it down just a little bit and, and cut all that fruit juice sweetness. Or just take a drink of beer because they gave you an extra beer on the side. <laughs> it was All the right. uh, opposite of a of a uh, sidecar' know what's the
4: I mean it, it's the same principle as a sidecar.
1: yeah, or similar to a boiler maker, except you got
4: uh,
0: yes
1: beer on the side instead of liquor on the side. Uh,
0: that sounds yeah. interesting.
4: so I have been drinking uh, not to style I because I don't want bloody, heartburn again. Yeah. I already woke up once this week with acid in my throat. I don't want it again.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, so I had, uh, I went, I know I drink a lot of sake lately, but one, a friend of mine makes it it's in town and it's good. And two, there. this was their, this was their uh, one year anniversary, at least of having their tap room open. Uh, uh, week before last. Um, and or maybe it was last week. I don't know. Time has no meaning anymore. Uh, and uh, I was there for a lot of stuff. They had some re-releases, uh, but uh, at, like they brought back uh, one that I remember. Uh, Chris and Brittany had had. They enjoyed, which was the Evanescent, the the Toasted Coconut. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I bought two bottles. Uh, yes. And I bought, why I, I wouldn't you? I grabbed an extra bottle uh, of uh, they. They had like a. a, a whiskey barrel aged one uh, I gave one of those to Casey and then uh, but he did not get one of those evanescence because they were they were staying with me I, I drank one this week uh, but what uh, I did not get to get during their anniversary but they still had up yeah they still had in their cooler um, uh, last night was uh, the uh, lapel du vide uh, which uh, is French for uh, apple of the Void, ah, uh, and it is a, uh, it's a sparkling sake. It came with the like cage and cork. Sort of deal on this. Hmm. hmm? What's that, Casey? Palm. What's palm? Uh, palm is also apple.
1: Oh, they just have two words.
2: I guess. Uh, so yeah,
4: because the... uh, a palm de terre is uh is the word the for. Yes, which is a potato.
2: Yep. So is the cage just for fancification, or is it actually carved? It is carbonated. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: and it has a very... It, it tastes very much like champagne.
4: It does. It, it smells kind of like champagne. I, I, they may use a champagne yeast. I don't recall exactly. Um, but it had... Uh, it does have like kind of a nice. Uh, it does it's almost a one second. It's it is almost. It's a nice like, like like kind of like a, like apple or grape, fruity kind of flavor. Um, but it's like that a sweeter fruit. So it's got like a little bit more sweetness than some of their other ones. They do tend to have like a more dry, sake. But uh, it's also still bubbly. I've had this bottle open for like an hour now. And still, just oh yeah, nice bubbling away. Uh, So, and it's it's nice, it's tasty, uh, and it's not a bloody mary, so it's 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 a good night.
0: See, you you could have done like a different brunch drink. It could have just been the brunch theme episode, and you could have done mimosa. (laughs) I couldn't do mimosas because that would also give me heartburn. Oh,
4: orange juice. (laughs) (laughs) That's the key. Acid. Think, acid, my old enemy. Yeah because anything that you had that the medicine with... they gave me that might have caused cancer. Oh. Yeah.
0: Uh, anything you think of that would make a mimosa, yeah, that's going to ruin you. Huh. That sucks. Mimosas are so tasty.
1: <laughs> I was day drinking today, so this was helpful. After the nap, after the sober up, it's almost, you know, hair of the dog.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you're starting to feel like it, it, like, oh no, oh, no, I'm feeling the hangover. Let's get drunk again.
1: i only have to make it through till bedtime so we're good you know i just need to be drunk long enough to go to sleep again
0: there you go um
1: so i am having a bloody uh with semi-traditional ingredients so number one zing zang bloody mary mix my number one go-to um if I cannot find and I have not been able to find ocean spray, if I was able to find it, that would be my number one. But the zingzag, zingzang, whatever, number one. Um rimmed with a old bay rim. Mm-hmm. Um two pickled ochres, stock of celery, which gets thrown out more or less just used to stir, <laughs> and a, <laughs> a slice of lemon uh liquor of choice aquavit huh. mm. with some uh with the, the um brennigan or brennigan uh aquavit icelandic uh I... add some caraway notes to the bowl
4: I, al- I almost grabbed some aquavit for uh for tonight's episode just just one to you know get rid of the bottle of aquavit i've got sitting around mm. uh and I, but I, was, I didn't I wasn't thinking about it until like we see like it was one of the options for for like you know making a bloody something, although yep. I guess there is a, a a bloody sake you can make. I yeah. I don't want to say blood I don't want to say bloody geisha. It's it's it the worst thing bad. ever. Yeah. <laughs> it could be worse.
0: Okay. Yes, but it's still it, among the list that we had so that how, was bad. How's could the have called v- it could have called it a bloody a bomb or.
2: How's the yeah. aquavit not uh, something like? Viking related.
0: Mm. Mm. Well, bloody L- L- Ericsson? I don't
4: bloody. I want to say Rothgar, but that isn't. I don't think they say once. Um, what would be a, a, a Viking. good Viking word that would a, a bloody Odin? Yeah. Mm. Bloody Thor. No.
2: Nah.
1: <laughs> Here you go. This one's this one's one to guarantee to give you some cultural insensit- insensitivity. What's a Jägermeister Bloody Mary?
2: Oh, oh no!
0: Disgusting is the first thought. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, there you go. I hate Jaeger.
1: Yeah, Yeager. I'm not a, a Jaeger fan, and anything that's herbal, I think. Let me rephrase that. Anything that's like a dark liquor probably for me does not belong in a Bloody Mary. It's a light liquor drink.
2: I
4: don't also, know. scotch is good.
1: No, <laughs> no it's a one vodka drink. Let me just say that number one, the only reason why Aquavit works is because it's vodka with seasoning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, but now you have to try the scotch thing. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no! pretty good. I mean, the Next smoky that smokiness. That.
1: It might be good. I've got some log blood. I'm okay to share. I mean, okay to, or no, Lefroy. I'd be okay with her LeFroig. All
2: right.
0: That was an interesting episode, though. Like, I'm just, I'm still hung up on some of the names. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun.
2: Uh, Bob had been dreading that ever since we started the show.
0: <laughs> we I ha- we have been getting
4: messages about Bloody Marys for months. This reign of terror has finally ended.
1: No. We've got to have a celebratory Bloody Berry Day.
2: Why?
4: Why do you
1: hate me?
2: Look, we'll all be together next weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: not like this.
2: For the literal (laughs) Pepsi challenge.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's my episode.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, in the meantime... This episode was written by Casey Price. Yes.
4: Using sources from,
1: I don't know, probably Casey <laughs> Price. <laughs> there, is, there is a book. Let me find the book. What did, I got rid of the book. Um, <laughs> reopen, close tab. Reopen, close tab. Nope, I didn't do it there. Um, Look, anyways, have, if you search for books on Amazon about Bloody Marys, that's
2: the book that comes up. Uh <laughs> I have a habit of doing the same thing. You're like, you you get this book just for a source, you get the information you need from it, and you're never coming back to it. You're not really recommending that book. You're just like, it was a book. I used it. Here we are.
1: (laughs) It's a good recipe book for Bloody Marys, especially the... So here's my thing. When you look at liquor drinks... Okay, so the book is called The Bloody Mary uh, by Brian Bartles. It does have a subtitle here. The... Lore of something. So, um, the lore of the drinks. Yeah,
4: One that's... drink to rule them all. One drink to find. One <laughs> drink to.
1: And in the uh, bloody bind them. And in
4: the blackout bind them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the lore and legend of a cocktail classic with recipes for brunch
2: and beyond. So, Here's guys, I wanna
4: write. I'm going to write a drunk Lord of the Rings now.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm pretty sure Tolkien did that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> here's, here's the thing with cocktail books. They're mostly recipe books with yeah. a little bit of lore in there. And I want more books that are just written as, okay, here's 95% lore and two recipes.
2: Uh, um, no, down yeah Same that's isn't that what we all want but no that mean, go, in
4: fairness we
2: are the target audience for that kind of book <laughs> uh,
1: so that's that's my my hope to go to
4: i'd never but, been
2: more disappointed in a book than when i got michael jackson's complete guide to single malt scotch and dug into it's it
4: mostly just uh, 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 you know these are good scotches
2: yeah and there's like and all the rest of his books, you know, you get all these deep dives into the histories of these places and all this. That book is not any of that. It's just his tasting notes, and you're just like, yeah. "What the hell?"
1: <laughs> At least you know what they tasted like fifteen years ago, twenty years they, ago. They've uh, done they've done new editions. Like the
4: most recent one, I think, is only like three or four years old. But that's just uh, updating some
2: of the. The little bits of information here and there that have changed—it's still his, you know. It was his tastings from the seventies.
1: Yeah, <laughs> man. Anyway. Well, if you want some other uh, great resources, you can subscribe or go to HaveADrinkShow dot com and follow us at HaveADrinkShow on social media and twitch.tv
4: Or you can tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. You can use the email address feedback at show dot com, or the, uh, use the feedback page on the website. Uh, you could empty a bottle of whatever you're drinking, put a message, write out a message, put it in that bottle, cork it, throw it into the nearest body of water, pay your littering fine, uh, <laughs> wait for it to somehow come down a river, land near someone else, and then, then uh, have them open it and see that it's addressed to one of us, and then have them bring it to us. This will take a long time. <laughs> Just a warning. Not saying it's be fast. I don't know if we'll get to you quickly. We may be better served emailing us. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. All joking and fun aside, I'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly and stay the hell away from that absinthe version. <laughs> Good lord. That or is just
4: buddy Marys in general. Just just live a nice, healthy, <laughs> happy life where you don't wake up with acid in your nostrils.
1: I, I figured out the the lore of absinthe and why it is the way it is. Uh, like, I mean,
4: Yeah, we, did an, we did an episode on that. On that. We know why.
1: No, 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 no. We've 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 gotten the book definition, but here's the real sociology of it. If you're crazy enough to drink absinthe, <laughs> if you're crazy enough to just be to
4: murder your bed. whole family. Yep, because <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what happened. It was it was a cheap alcohol that led to like one guy killing his whole family because he was a drunk, abusive, you know, sob, and they went, oh well, we can. We'll just demonize this drink instead. Let's not address the fact that maybe he had other problems. There's systemic issues that we should address. No, no, no. It's just this one drink's problem.
2: Mm, I wish. Could we just have the sounder from Eurotrip of when they see the green fairy?
0: I don't feel a damn thing.
2: Yeah. I don't know. You'll have to bleep it. But when he's just like. I'm not feeling a goddamn thing. This absinthe is bullshit. <laughs> and then like, f- the fairy flies away. <laughs>
0: uh, we actually should get Sounders from that movie just because. There's a lot of them. <laughs> They're yeah.
2: really good. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Miscousy. So, we need a
0: Miscousy. Oh, we do, actually. Just miscusi. because, all, also because it's Fred Harbison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, are we doing the. Pepsi thing out, live? No. Okay. okay. Out, no. It, it's gonna be yeah. Okay, so it's the normal the see us in another a couple of weeks for the next live yeah. thing, not a thing. Um <laughs> Well, see us couple, three weeks, maybe. <laughs> yes, Two three. four. Um the next episode is gonna be we're gonna be in person, so live isn't necessarily feasible. <laughs> um not 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 in the land the internet forgot where we're going. Yeah. So um Yes, but it will be a very interesting episode, so be sure to stay tuned for that post. And then, of course, after that, normally, the regularly scheduled programming. So, uh, and just a also a reminder, um, check out our patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow and haveadrinkstore.com. Once again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker.
4: And I'm Justin Frazier. I'm Christopher Walker.
1: Thank you. Right. We'll See you next time.
4: soon.
2: Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Sorry,
0: Casey. I'll fix that.
2: <laughs> you, uh, uh, you you just kept going.
0: I know. I just I was like I. You're okay. When it, it's it's the thing of like I don't have the thing the proper things. Just say the word <laughs> to, and go. I don't, I don't know how to.
2: I just don't know. I don't know what to do. Just Ron Burgundy it. You just the the words are right in front of you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hold on. I want to fix this problem. Uh. When we have a weird episode approaching, my brain is like, I don't know what to do. Just-, <laughs> just Don't address it. Good luck.
2: <laughs> it. It's going to happen. It's going to post to their feeds when it's supposed to post to their feeds. Because the two people watching are me and one of you. <laughs> me. And yeah, it's me and Bob. We're the two people watching.
4: Uh. Oh. Oh. Mm. Sorry, my back is getting stiff. Uh, all right. Yeah, so.
2: So next. Kenobi. Kenobi. Oh. We just can't talk about the ending.
4: Casey, I don't know how, how far, far Casey is. Get. Casey, how far is you? Casey? Casey's gone. He did. <laughs> Let's mute. talk about the ending right now.
1: You there. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Obi oh, Wan Kenobi. Let's see. <laughs> okay. There were six episodes. Let me start with the first and see where I don't remember anymore. Kenobi!
2: I can't do them all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you can do the Grievous. I don't, I think, don't think I made it. Kenobi. Before.
4: Oh, man. So you've not made it anywhere. Probably not.
2: So we shouldn't even talk about it yet. <laughs> no. No,
4: I, I don't think we've talked about it more. I don't think we talk about it more than what what we have already discussed, because that's mm. he's not even that far.
1: Okay. Maybe one episode past.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh
2: we could just leave it in general terms where it's, uh, I think, universally agreed to be pretty much one of the best Star Wars things done since the <laughs> original trilogy.
4: We would all agree with that. I have seen people on the internet talking talking crap about it, but...
0: Because you know. of the internet. Right. Huh.
1: Uh, Bunch of doom scrollers. Like it is, generally,
0: uh, like I just I feel like it was really good. Yeah, I'm um, intrigued though because they were talking about on. Let's talk about Star Wars. I guess they're releasing it as a movie. Like it was because it was originally intended to, to be a movie. They're putting it what, in some theaters.
4: Huh. Once upon once upon a time, it was supposed to be like a movie. Yeah, but they they kind of turned it into like a longer thing at some point in production. So
2: after Solo flopped, they hmm. canceled all because they had a bunch of movies in the pipeline. And after Solo flopped, they said, no more of this.
4: <laughs> Man, I still can't get over the fact that the lesson they, they learned from Solo was we can't recast original actors, not uh. we can't fire directors mid-movie. <laughs> yeah. Because mm. uh, Ron Howard can make good movies, and the uh, the guys behind the Lego movie can make good movies.
0: But maybe... Those two styles don't necessarily work together. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, uh, I feel like Bryce Dallas Howard needs to direct much more Star Wars. I, I she's not the one who did uh, the Kenobi show or whatever, but like because uh, that was Dibber Chow, which was still good. But don't get me wrong at all. But um, the the stuff that Bryce Dallas Howard did in Mandalorian and Boba Fett actually so good. I will say
4: that uh, while talking with uh, with a friend of mine this past week, he said, uh, is it just me or is like the Mandalorian and Obi-Wan like the best Star Wars we've seen in a long time? I was like, yes, no, I'm I'm on the same page. (laughs) Uh, And it doesn't feel as oppressive to watch it as it's like, most of the MCU, where I'm like, oh god, <laughs> yeah. slow down. Just, I, I, I have, I want to have time for other things.
2: No, you get no time for anything else.
4: What Honestly, it feels like.
2: Um, I guess then we can just chop this off. Just circumcise it now. Well, it over with.
0: I would say, okay, so you said. Bob, you said that the next one you're going to move to is probably going to be Moon Knight then, as far as MCU stuff goes. Probably. Okay.
1: I'll have to go refresh myself on that one.
0: I will say generally, like, no spoilers or anything, we're enjoying Ms. Marvel so far. I I,
4: I do kind of want to get to Ms. Marvel, but I feel like it would do a disservice to not at least attempting to watch Moon Knight. Now, I may not, you know, it may be something that it, like I look at it and go, no, nah, this is bad. I'm just going to hmm. skip it. Uh, but I don't know yet. I haven't tried it.
2: It took moon... It was seriously...
4: I'll, I'm going to e- give it like three, maybe, you know, three episodes, maybe more. But
0: well, I totally did God.
2: not care for the first two episodes. Well, you also didn't like
0: one of the alters,
4: basically.
2: I did not like Stephen Grant.
4: Yeah, so... Didn't like... Well, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear over Casey's chair.
2: <laughs> I did not care for Stephen Grant. Like, And I loved that character, so
0: like... That it's it just it, going to depend on where I what eventually you're
2: came around. It's just the first two episodes, it, the they're pointing you in a certain direction for a certain reason, and it just I couldn't take it, and like I was just like God, and I was like, why am I doing this to myself? And in the third, that was I think it was the third episode, and then I'm like, all right, it's got its hooks in me, and I'm on board.
4: <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to give it like like uh, uh, oh wait, Casey, did you ever finish Hawkeye? No. Casey, did you get no. at least episode three of Hawkeye?
1: No, probably episode two. To be perfectly honest,
4: I'm that
3: telling you, three is was... where it
0: it got good. That was really, God, that was a good show. Actually,
1: if... <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Hawkeye's character.
0: I don't like it... this version of Hawkeye. It's not about him. S- it's about her. I, yeah.
4: but I will say that, like by episode three, you start getting into that diehard vibe. Like you start yeah. getting into like very much
1: into you know,
4: guys against a whole, it, it gets a lot better at that point, but you just have to get to there.
1: <laughs> well, I've got a long ride tomorrow, so
2: I may pop it on the phone and watch it.
4: <laughs> you have to, wait, do you, you have to drive
2: somewhere? Ashley's driving, probably. Oh, oh okay. All right, let's end yeah. the stream so we can work out that. Oh, yes,
0: okay. All right. Uh, well, thank you for tuning in, and because uh, this will still be tacked on at the end of the episode anyway.
2: But so next time, uh, possibly get some, some Kenobi Kenobi, talks. Talks.
0: Kenobi, either either Kenobi or Moon Knight. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, look, if we get to that, if we look, we'll, we'll be able to force him to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go.
4: And then we can all look at you know when the thing when when that bit
0: starts. Like, Hello there. I gotta, Bob. We gotta show you that clip somewhere. Okay. All right. Well. <gasps> bye, guys. Bye.
3: Bye. 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 Bye.